Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Hello everybody and welcome to 3Talk. Today we've got a juicy episode for you. We're going to be talking about setting boundaries. And we're going to be telling you why it is important to set your boundaries. But before we get there, let me give you a definition of what boundaries are. Personal boundaries are guidelines, rules or limits that a person creates to identify reasonable, safe and permissible ways for all the people to behave towards them and how they will respond when someone passes those limits. They are built on a mix of conclusions, beliefs, opinions, attitudes, past experiences, and social learning. This is a concept or life skill that has been widely referenced in self-help books and used in the counseling profession since mid-80s. Now, when we look at boundaries, we normally find self-worth in the value of who we are. So we are going to give you a couple of indicators so you can be aware of your intellectual worth and boundaries. And this is to know that you are entitled to your own thoughts and your opinions, as so are others. It is also to know that you're entitled to have emotional worth and boundaries. So you are entitled to your own feelings to a given situation, and so are the others. You're also entitled to have physical worth and set boundaries around those. So you are entitled to have your space, however wide it may be, and so are the others. You're also entitled to have social worth and set boundaries about that. So you are entitled to own your own friends and to pursue your own social activities. And you're also entitled to have your own spiritual worth and set boundaries around that. You are entitled to have your own spiritual beliefs and so are the others around you. It is important that you recognize these boundaries and set them because there will be many different hurdles to overcome. And setting these boundaries may not always come easy, but it is a skill that you can learn. What do you think, Fleur? Wow, yeah. When I, was, I was thinking what a great breakdown that is. Because when we think of boundaries, I don't think we think of the different sections of boundaries And I think the reason I struggled for a long time with my boundaries is because I didn't really know who I was. I think from a young age, we put on many masks to please people, going back to that people pleaser, the mask of being a good daughter, the mask of being able to handle anything, the mask of being academic. We put on different masks and then we don't know who we are and then we can't set our boundaries. And also it's because we don't know where we're going or what we really want to achieve. So I think the first thing for me for getting stronger with my boundaries was knowing who I really am um, what my values are we've said about values before and what I wanted to achieve in life what was really important to me you know boundaries are not set in stone and they can evolve as you evolve I think it's important to flag for example and you were right when you were saying at the beginning you found that hard because you didn't know who you were And a renowned psychologist, um, Albert Bandura, 
he did say that much of our social learning comes from modeling behavior. So if you're still finding yourself into that zone of getting to know who you are, getting to discover who you are, you could also try and set in those boundaries by mirroring whoever role models you've got in your life. Because maybe they do represent something that for you is important. And that is a good way to get started. But by all means, do not feel that what you say now, what you set as your boundary now, it has to stay forever because they evolve and they can change within time. And you are entitled to change them. Yeah, and I think um, your identity changes over time as well. So your boundaries are going to change as well. And your circumstances change over time, how much time you've got, you know, who's dependent on you. All those situations change. So, of course, your boundaries can change. But we are going today help you sustain some of your boundaries and the first thing we think will be helpful is to um, name your limits you can't set good boundaries if you're unsure of where you stand so identify your physical emotional mental and spiritual limits and consider what you can tolerate and accept and what makes you feel uncomfortable or stressed those feelings help us identify what our limits are And number two, which we're going to name in in a couple of minutes, is also very much attuned to this, is all about awareness. So you've got to become aware of what is good or bad for you. And part of that is starting to recognize the emotion or the feeling that comes with it, which is, you know, if something is making you uncomfortable or stressed, then probably it requires to have a boundary around it. Yeah, I think listening to your gut, I think we're very good at listening to our mind, but sometimes we don't listen to our gut and our gut instinct sometimes tells us that something's a bit uncomfortable and something needs to change and that could be a reason to set a boundary. So tuning into those feelings. Yeah, which is that number two is tune into your feelings. So it's about being aware that when something or someone makes you feel uncomfortable or not at ease, it might be a good indication that that situation or that person is trespassing your limits. And resentment, for example, is another feeling that can come up when your boundaries are not being respected. So if you're feeling undervalued or taken advantage of or not appreciated, then maybe that's another way of which you can recognize that your boundaries are not being respected. Yeah, so when setting your boundaries, I think simple direct language is very important. So for example, I'm gonna give you some examples. To set a boundary with an angry person, you could say, you may not yell at me. If you continue, I'll have to leave the room. If you feel uncomfortable with someone yelling at you, you don't have to accept that. To set a boundary with personal phone calls at work, I've decided to take all personal calls in the evening or just get my work done. I will need to call you later. So you can kind of practice these languages to say no to extra commitments. You could say to work, although this organization is important to me, I need to decline your request to volunteer for help in order to honor my family's needs. To set a boundary with someone who's critical, it's not okay with me that you comment on my way. I'd like to ask you to stop. So as you can see, there's a pattern of not being aggressive but being assertive to buy yourself time when making tough decisions you could say i have to sleep on it i have a policy of not making decisions right away or 
about commitments. To back out of a commitment, you can say, I know I agreed to, for example, head up um, a fundraising efforts, but after reviewing my schedule, I now realize that I won't be able to give it my best attention. I'd like to help find a placement by the end of the week. So you're consistently being able to be strong and assertive without being negative, but the, the language is direct. To set a boundary with a, with a child who borrows money, you could say, I won't be lending you money anymore. I love you and you need to take responsibility for yourself. So when setting boundaries, there's no need to defend, debate or over explain your feelings. Just be firm, gracious and direct. When faced with resistance, sometimes you might need to repeat yourself. I find that often with my children, I need to repeat myself several times. Even though I'm very good at sticking to my boundaries of my children, I still need to keep repeating myself. Yeah, I do feel that children require a special episode in terms of repeating and boundary setting. But you made a really good point there, which is about being direct and being clear. Because sometimes in our heads, we do have clear what we will tolerate or not, but we are not finding the right words to communicate that with the people around us. And we also struggle with the thinking behind it. We feel that the minute we say that we can't or we want to tolerate something, we will be perceived as negative. And, you know, the, the question that comes to your head is, what is somebody going to think of me? So instead of trying to elaborate a complicated message, just be clear and be direct. Be bold and just say what's right or wrong and people will accept it more than you think they would. Yeah, I think that's a good one, being bold. It's about staying strong. And I love Brenny's Brown's quote, daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves even when the risk, we risk disappointing others. Otherwise, it goes back to that old analogy of living someone else's life and not ours. And that is one of the number one regrets on people's deathbed is that they feel that they've lived somebody else's life because they don't want to, either they don't want to upset or they haven't got the courage to kind of stay strong. The fourth point is about staying strong. And we, we named it. It is common to want to apologize or take your words back the minute that you've said no to something or the minute that you've established the boundary uh, because you fear that the people will get annoyed at you. But when you've stood your grounds, when you've put yourself in place, there's actually some power that comes with it. And staying in your limits and allowing yourself to put them up gives you that power and gives you that confidence of, you know, believing that you can't do it. And the more you stay strong, the more that you stay up with them, the more that people will start respecting and understanding and believing what you say. And so it's a time game, if you wish. But even if at first it feels difficult and it feels hard, stay strong, stay with it and make clear why this particular boundary is important for you and you will not tolerate it being trespassed. Yeah, and I think for me, a boundary I've realized over the years is avoiding certain people who do lower my energy or mess with my head or intentionally repeatedly do and say things that they know upset you. We don't have to have these people in our lives or people who expect you to prioritise them but refuse to prioritise you, or can't or won't apologise sincerely and mean it, they're too much into themselves, or act like a victim when confronted about the way they behave. So sometimes having boundaries is about not letting people in 
that are not going to help you grow or feel happy. I think it's also about acknowledging what are you getting out of that? Because I agree with you. Sometimes you are kind of like, oh, this person, I really don't want to be around him or her, but I kind of have to. Well, let's revisit that. I have to. Do you really have to? Because the only certain thing that we know is that you're going to have to be with yourself for the rest of your life. The rest may come or go. So start taking yourself as a priority and think, is that going to work for me? Is that working in my favor or is it not? And then if it's not, put a boundary. Yeah, and I think women are especially not good for standing up for themselves sometimes. And one of the reasons that women take things personally is because they have that weak internal boundary. They don't feel strong inside. So it's like an invisible shield that prevents you from taking a comment without checking it out first. For example, when someone accuses of being arrogant, stop and consider the statement before taking it in. How much is this true about me? How much is this about the other person? And what do I need to do to regain my personal power to stand up for myself? So when someone says something to you, don't necessarily think that is true. It could be something to do with them. So don't take it so personally. Yeah, exactly. It's checking back with yourself. Understanding what the other person is saying and then try and remove the circumstances and stay with the fact. Which kind of leads them to the number five, which is consider your environment. And these relates to both personal and professional. So personally, for example, it can be, as we were saying before, ways in which you are mirroring your upbringing, whatever was taught to you. And sometimes you may concur with that. You may agree with what was being taught to you. But sometimes your values, your perception may have changed. And that is absolutely fine. You are entitled to set a new boundary or new limits that cannot be trespassed based on your belief. And, you know, you you need to realize that maybe that's the way that you see the world and is different to whatever you saw at home. But the first thing that you need to know is how do you want to be treated? How do you want to feel? And then take it from there. Start putting all those limits in place to honor the way you want to be treated and to honor the way you want to feel. And equally, when we're talking about work, and this is something that, especially if you're working at corporate, can, can play strongly because let's say that your contract says that you are working eight hours, but then you see all your colleagues or your boss working beyond that point or sending you emails at silly hours and you feel that you need to reply. Well, that may be the case, but it doesn't make it okay. And you need, again, to honor your values, your beliefs, and stick to what you feel is right. Obviously, if you're doing that every night, work is going to become totally overwhelming and make you feel that you don't want to be doing it anymore. And it's going to have a knock-on effect in your personal life. We said this before, in your health. And it will come to a stage where you can't think straight or work well at work if you're working out of those boundaries so that's a really important point Lucia so I think it's really important to have the number six is to have the mantra know your boundaries is for the better because ultimately setting your boundaries and sticking with them is all in, in your benefit and the benefit for those around you 
So when you know you're working towards a more beneficial, satisfying and overall happier life, then you're, it is easier to stick to those boundaries. So explain to those around you what you're doing and it will help them too. And maybe it'll bring them along in, in your journey. I always believe you can't change other people, but you can inspire those around you. I think there is power in knowledge so give them the power to work on a common, happier life too. That is very powerful. And I think we've we've mentioned it on episodes before about communication and how powerful it is and how can unite people. And this is one more way in which it shows up. Instead of, you know, just setting a boundary and putting a limit, if you bring bring people alongside in your journey, if you explain to them why something is not okay with you, then it can also help them identify and understand why you're doing the things you're doing and support you in them, which ultimately just, you know, gets everybody into a happier common place, which is ultimately where you want to be. So hopefully this would have helped you to see and understand why setting your own limits is a hard but a very useful practice. We know it's going to be challenging and we're here for you. If you face any struggles, please hit us up and we will help you out as best as we can. And we look forward to seeing you flourish and thrive and become more aware and empowered after you've managed to set your boundaries right. So this was it for today's episode and we look forward to welcoming you back next week. Have a good one.